Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, Let's get into today's topic. So I'm actually kind of upset because with people <laughs> around here in this city saying that they are not against homeless people and that they would support a homeless shelter in this city. They just didn't like the location of the homeless shelter. It was too near to children. Nice. It was too near to senior citizens. It was too near to residential housing. But if it was in an industrial area, we would support it, so they said. So the city council listened to them and moved it to an industrial area. And after they moved it to an industrial area, you would think reasonably that the people near the industrial area would be the ones complaining, right? But they're not the ones complaining. It's the same fucking people who were complaining about the other location. <laughs> now they don't like this location because you know what? It's too close to a junior high school. Well, guess what? In order to get to that junior high school, you have to climb over two really tall fences, walk your way through like a heavily shrubbed ditch, and then walk an entire mile till you get to the front of the school. Oh, and by the way, then you have to get past the security of the school. That you know, that that's no small task either. But but no, we we support this as long as it's in an industrial area. And they put it in an industrial area Suddenly, they don't support that either. Literally, no one will go that far to get to junior high students, just saying. And it literally <laughs> proves my point. So, guess what? What? We have somebody, as you can already see, um, <laughs> Do this sitting this? there. Yeah, this guy over here. He's been here a couple times before. So, I guess we could officially call him a friend of the show because he's a friend of the show. Whoop, whoop. He actually was only on maybe 10 episodes ago, if my numbering memory is correct i lose track after a while i edit so many of these damn shows but it's jackson horn and he's here once again and to remind everybody you know he's an aspiring comedian and he also does um jujitsu apparently he's quite good at that he and brian would probably get along quite well the favorite blockhead guy i don't know if you've listened to that episode but he's good so what do you want to talk about jackson welcome to the show first i just want to like thank y'all um i never really knew i even belonged on a podcast if you want to know the honest truth i just never thought that i would even have like the privilege because i always thought this is going to get deep in it but i don't even care anymore like i always just tried to seek such heavy acceptance from certain people in my life which caused me to really almost succumb to being like someone who pleases people rather than does things for them for himself just thank y'all for like giving me like this is just a really it's a it's a humbling opportunity like how could it not be like I, it's not like i it's not as if i just woke up and said you know what let's try to see if we all relate so it's just nice to like find people who can talk about things that are cool not small talk you know well you're welcome but 
we're not sure you're supposed to be on a podcast either. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. I mean, he said, he set himself up. I had to knock him down. You know, but no, I mean, I understand what you're, I totally understand what you're saying because even with this show, it took us probably six months for people to like give it a chance and actually listen. I know through that whole time, we could have just either could have just sat back and done nothing. We could have kept things the way they were. Or what we did was we just kept learning from our mistakes and getting better and better and better. And that's why last time when you were on the show, I told you, you don't stress out. You Sometimes when you come on, you know, maybe you come on the show every other month, let's say. So that's at least six appearances in a year. Out of those six, you might have four that are good. And of those four, one is fantastic. The other three are just, they're just good. And then you have two that are so-so. But so what? Then the yeah. next time you try to make it five and one and then six and zero. You know, you just you slowly work your way there and you learn from your mistakes and you move on. That's what we've done. And it, it's worked. We had 300,000 downloads last year. So, wow, guys, I didn't even know that's, that. That's impressive. Yeah, that's a lot of downloads. <laughs> that's really, really good. Of course, of course, people like Adam Carolla get 300 downloads like in the first 10 minutes the show's available. But, you know, that's <laughs> you know, that's just one episode. That's our total. So. We, but hey, we've, we're doing good for a small show. It's helpful that people like you want to come on and help us reach different people. One of the things that it does is I think of this show as like a variety show and we have guests because we purposely have guests from all sides of the spectrum. And, you know, that it works really well because, you know, one night if we have you on, there's a certain tone. If we have Abe on, there's a certain tone. He's another Texas guy. And, it, and actually, uh, you know what? I just realized something. All of our guests are from Texas. The three people who are on this show the most are all from Texas. <laughs> we got a Dallas guy, a Houston guy, and an Austin guy. Wow, we got the three really big cities covered. That's crazy. Apparently. Um, well, so we appreciate you being on as much as you appreciate coming on. So tell me what you wanted to talk about. You mentioned you wanted to talk about mental health. What specifically do you want to talk about mental health? I'll give you the uh, credit for giving me the, uh, the setup without even realizing it. you talked about mistakes, right? Um, how, you know, you, you just, you said, mm-hmm. you mentioned the word mistakes. I'm not really sure. Like my, my brain went like, Ooh, but I just heard the words. <laughs> the other thing real quick, I'm, I'm assumed to be a Colorado resident. I've, I kind of knew I wanted to live in Denver years ago, but I, actually just forgot about it because a lot of other goals got in the way which were really stressful goals yeah so mistakes are what i want to talk about because you know mistakes don't define who we are and people think they do and that's what makes people beat themselves up and and so what what i what i wanted to kind of just not go down a rabbit hole necessarily but i wanted to kind of make a really good point for people who are struggling out there if you're struggling if you're not struggling, then you understand what I'm going to tell, what I'm going to explain right now. But for those who are struggling, listen, it might feel like no one gives a you know what. It, it might it might feel like no one will ever if you were to talk about it. It might even feel like you might go through a whole lot of states that just literally make you not realize that you're worth what you are worth. And that's being alive and a human being. And that's, you know, having people who treat you right and with dignity. What I'm saying is that when you have these mistakes in your mind, when you're, when you're saying, oh, well, they're not like... Like the past is the past. It's just period. It's the past. It can't be anything besides the past. It can't come back unless you literally allow it to by doing the same thing, which would be called a mistake again. You have to really just sit down and think, you know, what do I want to accomplish? What are the things that I am not accomplishing? And what are people out there accomplishing that I'm being, that I'm feeling jealous of? And once you kind of get that answer in your head, 
consolidated, uh, undisputed. Once you own what you have beaten and done better, that's when life real like like life really begins when you start to own who you are. And a lot of people don't know who the hell they are. And it's not because they're stupid. It's not because they're incapable. It's not. It's not even because they're not trying. What it is is the sometimes that I you know some people might say I'm a bit sensitive when I say it like this, but the world really is a mind fuck if you don't pay attention too much to it. And the more you've said that, you've actually said that exact thing before. Really, I didn't even realize yep. you said that. That exact same thing. <laughs> that is remarkable. How well I'm. I'm glad I didn't. It's really just like why wake up? Depression really makes you go in that mode. Like like okay, you're like you wake up at nine. Then you know you might go. Eh, I'll smoke some weed. Go you know wake up. Go back, wake up at, back at like eleven a.m. Then get up. Have a you know, have a Red Bull. You know that. I mean I don't know. Like there's a there's a there are a myriad of things you can do if you're not feeling well to feel better. But what you don't realize is that you're you're just trying to feel better, but you're not really doing much because you don't feel good enough to do anything. So, the, but are you speaking from personal experience? Serious question. Well, this is both personal and this is also he- like I'm I'm assuming that one person out of seven point six billion has been through this also, which is a high, pretty high likelihood assumption. Like it'd be it'd be pretty. Mm-hmm. Ir- hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. You can continue your thought, Toria. Hmm. What do you think about what he said so far? I think it's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. I have a lot of weird mental health experience. So like what you're telling, what you're saying, a lot of people have felt the exact same way and gone through the exact same shit. Yeah. I mean, you, it took you a bit to get to the actual point of what you were trying to say, but you're, you're making a good point. And that's why I interrupted you for a second because she's actually, um, done a lot of uh, work with, um, meant a company that specializes in helping people with mental health issues. And she's talked to me about the things that she's heard and it, it mirrors what you're saying. You know, it's, it's, you're spot on, um, which is why I asked if you were speaking from experience, because, you know, what you're saying is coming from a different place than most people would come from. So I get it. But, but tell me something. Does, does this have something to do with why you're moving? You're very clever, sir. Uh, it, 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 um, it, it's not that it it's not that it has to do with it i would say i i'd say it's i'd say it's why i'm able to do it at all because well maybe maybe i'm saying what you're saying but in different words i'm not really sure i just what i'm saying is this when you remember when you when you when you start to really feel and know what you want and you realize you can actually get it if you just simply do the thing like i'm gonna get a little bit life like everything we do in life is really just a task. Like, I mean, I mean, think about it. Walking is a task. Uh, drinking water is a task. T- staying alive itself is one massive task made up of thousands and millions of tasks. So it's a big task. Yeah, exactly. But repetitive tasks, sure. So um, it's it's not that I feel this way, therefore I go to Colorado. It's more like now that I finally feel well, like, like I. I, I, like, I, Jackson Horn, like, I, I legitimately feel pretty good right now. Like, it's, it's much more uplifting than I've felt lately. Um, and it's very, it's very new to me, but it's also like, you have, you have to be open to things that are very scary. Otherwise, life will get very uncomfortable because if you can't, if you can't deal with fear, you're not weak, but you've got to learn to deal with it. Like, no one's weak because we're all born. Then you have to go through experiences to become tough or however you want to be like you have to decide who you're going to be but if you're soft 
and you like being soft, that's that's fine. But you might find some happiness pushing yourself a little bit. Pushing yourself feels good, even if it hurts. You know, growth is painful, but it really it's it's the most rewarding and beautiful and just it gives you this momentum that you can really dig into and feel and say, you know what? I am enough. And when you can get there, you're powerful. And well, you know, you know, when you said that um, life is like a bunch of tasks, I mean, you're not, you're not really wrong about that. It's an interesting way to put it. I don't really think I've ever heard anyone put it that way, but it makes sense. But, but what makes me think of is um, we had a recent episode where we were talking about, um, things that make you feel better and you kind of put something together for me just now i mentioned that for me i like going to the gym because you know i get in there and like you just said i push myself really hard push myself to my extreme limits and but when i'm done i feel like this sense of accomplishment but i also realized that what you just said made me realize is that it's also because from the rest of the day and every other day, I'm so focused on trying to like earn enough money to pay the rent, support her, take support my children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that I don't take time to think about me. And like you said, then you don't even recognize who you are and you don't know exactly what you want. So when you get when you find that thing um, that you like doing and you and when you go there, you get to spend some time with yourself. That's when. There, that's when you feel the best. And I think that's why I like the gym because when I go to the gym, even when I go to the gym with my son, I get to get inside my own head and figure out what I'm thinking and feeling. And it's a kind of a, it's almost meditative, you know, it's like a quiet place to be. So I totally get that too, because then you, you suddenly you realize, oh, okay, this is what I want out of this day. You just take it one day at a time, right? And you go out and you accomplish that. And then the next day you do it again. And the next day you do it again. And yeah, like you said, sometimes you trip and fall. Um, and you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and you go again. So that's kind of a parallel to what I was thinking when we talked a couple episodes ago about the going to the gym. Just the exact thing. It's very – what's the freaking word? Cathartic is the damn word that they use. It's a, it, it makes you feel better. It's almost like going for a massage. When you find that thing that makes you understand who you are, it's crazy how shit calm just, Shit you just starts happening, and you're like, whoa, I get it. But I – you know, the, the – the reason, kind of what I wanted to get more into, uh, I think you might, I think a lot of people don't understand how drugs work. And if America has 350 million people in it, and there are, I, I'm, I'm literally just, I mean, I don't know what the fucking plot. I mean, I'm going to assume 80 million pot smokers in America. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. If there are more, then I would. I'm going to think there's more, but okay. Okay, so. We'll go with your number because, hey, you know what? If there's more, it's even more powerful, whatever you're going to say. So go. How many people, I'm just going to Google, how many people smoke weed in America? (laughs) That's the thing Mitchell needs to learn how to do. Google. We're going to hook hook Mitchell up with you and you can teach him how to Google, okay? Okay. uh, (laughs) Hold on. This is going to be easy. Uh, I have. The the, sacram- the Sacramento B, how many Americans regularly smoke pot? The number is uh, higher than you think. What a pun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't get that at first. Holy fucking shit. I am literally astonished by my... Okay, so this... Uh, 55 million. Can you see that? Yeah. 
Oh shit! I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know you could see my screen. <laughs> no, I can't see your screen. I looked it up myself. Oh, I was looking. You're at taking the, too long. I, no, I was looking at the same number. That's why I was like, "Can you see my screen?" That's the same number I'm looking at. See, the the problem is we're 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 like a radio show, and you were like, "Oh my god, I don't believe it." Oh no, what? Oh, but people are going, "What the hell?" Say what you need to say. So that's why I said it for you. But so fifty-five million. But that's actually smaller than what you said. But that's yeah. You said eighty million. That was also regularly. Two, yeah, but it's regularly. Um, yeah. I think it's. I still say it's higher than that. I mean. I'm going to tell you something. Where we live, marijuana became legal January 1st of last year. And prior to that, like we we have a path we take our dog on all the time for walking. Prior to that, uh, you'd smell marijuana from certain places, um, but only those places. And for the rest of the building, you didn't smell anything. Soon as that law passed. <laughs> like day one. <laughs> first day, it was everywhere. You could smell it everywhere. And... I'm telling you, at least two-thirds of this apartment building partakes. And you know it because you can smell it, and you couldn't smell it before. And that's because people before were keeping it under wraps. But now that it's legal, they're like, who gives a fuck whether people know or they don't know? And it's really – I think it's higher than the 20-something percent that they said, the $55 million. That's way. That's way too low. Yes, it's much higher. Higher than that. It's so high. So what I was going to – Say, so what? So okay. So tie this together. Yeah, yeah, great. Are you going to tell me that m- people who smoke marijuana are depressed? Absolutely. <laughs> That's the opposite. So okay. Here, so here's the thing. Good. So so number one, <laughs> not sure this I is with liter- this is THC liquid or not liquid. It's, I mean, it's it's oil. It's but the thing is this. So he did not just say that in the state of Texas. Someone please come arrest me. I hope you try. Please. <laughs> I hope you come in this condo and arrest me because I will be, it'll be the most innocuous arrest you've ever, ex- anyway. So here, so, um. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me just describe to you what I see on video. He's like talking and like threatening invisible people to come arrest him. But he's looking at the invisible people, like not at his computer. He's like looking <laughs> off to his right. He's like, fuck yeah, you, invisible people. Fuck you. He was like, he was like looking to the side going, bring it, just bring it, bring it. That's how I feel about the people and the damn homeless shelter <sighs> flip-flopping no matter what. I want to punch them. That's what I want to do. It makes yeah. me mad. Um, but no. Okay. So, so you go on. You, you were making a point and uh, she, she wanted to point out something visual, which was great. Thank you. With, with any drug. You can say whatever you want and it's fine, but the reality is that, you know, how much of whatever you're putting in your body will affect your mind that much more or your body that much more. So if you're a stoner who, you know, it, like this is, this is what I fundamentally don't understand about people. And I'll, I'll, I can make a point of, I can, I can make a point about why people who smoke weed do this by making a point about why people who out, drink alcohol make the same type of thing happen. So people who drink beer, they might be like, I cannot drink you or, you know, how much can you drink? Can you hold your beer? I don't understand, like, unless you have a tolerance or unless you just are an alcoholic or unless you are trying to, like, do a frat activity, I don't know what you might be doing, but why do, why ingest more than you need to feel the way you want to feel? Like, so for smokers, smokers, like, listen, I like being high just as much as you like being high, but there's a big difference between being high and being dumb high. If you're dumb high, like, realize what you're, realize what you're going through. Like, I'm not telling you don't get dumb high. I'm not telling you don't do drugs. I'm telling you to be to be aware of what you're literally experiencing. Do you know how many people out there have gone through psychosis? Like, it's not fun. I haven't been through it, 
but I've been through a lot of stress. And I'm just being honest, like too much stress can give you heart palpitations. And when you start going, yeah. when you start going through those, unless you're very, very tough and you just like, and what I mean by that is I had them for months and I didn't even, I didn't like, this is just what autism does to you. I didn't even fucking it's like I I was aware what I, what I was feeling, but I was like, you know what? I don't even know. Like my mind just kept going, and now I'm I, I hesitate to say that I've used enough positivity to create enough dopamine to actually change my brain chemistry to make me happier. It's a fucking weird way to talk. I know that, I get it, but I'm a very I see things very differently, and that's what I did. So when you're depressed, the reason why pot can make you feel way better when you're depressed is because it it precisely releases enough dopamine in your brain which gives you that kick serotonin is what is the same thing as dopamine ex- except it doesn't have the kick and if i'm if it's not serotonin it's, it's another chemical but one the differences between dopamine and the other one dopamine gives you the kick when you have like a red bull or a cigarette and the other chemical I, i'm pretty sure serotonin doesn't have the kick but lasts anyway so when you now sm- that we've had a biology lesson yeah so when you smoke weed your brain is just like t- thc is very good for making you feel happy and making you feel like your problems are okay. So, well, but aren't you kind of overgeneralizing that? I mean, there's so many different strains. Yes, yes, and of and depending on what you use, you're going to get a completely different I, um, I, reaction. I think we're putting Victoria to sleep. <laughs> She's passing out over there. I saw the eyes closed. Sativa Wake up over there, lady. Sativa definitely uh, will cause more anxiety. Indica should make you feel tired. Uh, you can definitely get a hybrid. Um, or you can do tissue oil. It's all different. That's why the hybrids are getting so popular, though, because they kind of take the best of both sides and blend them together. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you something. When I was, when I was like, I don't know, 17, 18, 19 years old, we really didn't have a choice of many different strains. It was like, you know, you either did, um, you either smoked a sativa or an indica. That was it. And depending on who you got it from, it was either really strong or really not. Um, it's totally different now. Like, my gosh, the, you'd need a, a thick book to know what you need to know about all the different strains. So, I mean, it's definitely come a long way. And I can see why. I, what I don't understand is how extremely religious states like Texas don't see the benefit to it and so therefore they don't well legalize it even for medical purposes well mike i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and identify as a as a denver resident and therefore exclude <laughs> because i don't i don't see things like texans see things i don't even get like texas listen i lo- i i enjoy being I, I enjoy being in texas i enjoy living in dallas it's a good city it has a good infrastructure there's, there's money here to be made but listen weed is just part of life and if you don't like it i'm you know i I don't know how we'd be friends like so so i have a question for you and it's kind of a personal question so you handle it you handle it however you see fit um (laughs) and nobody's going to uh you know put any pressure on you to answer any particular way but like after the last time we saw you and you weren't even on the show that time yet something happened i suspected a little tension between you and your dad does that have something to do with this newfound i'm gonna move to colorado because i know your dad just bought this condo i highly doubt he's picking up and moving to to denver so so are you like 
my clever, like, undiscovered best friend or something. I don't know. I think you're just noticing that I pay attention to what people say. And then I have an advantage, guys. I hear every conversation that we have twice. Once the <laughs> first time and once in recording. So, in editing. So, you know, but no, I listen. I pay attention, and I just sensed something going on. I mean, I'm, if he ever hears this, like, Dad, I don't know what I like. Dad, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I've, like, I'm 24 years old. I'm turning 25 in November. Like, I've tried my hardest to approach you multiple, multiple, multiple times as a young adult. I've told you things I didn't think I'd tell you. I've literally just tried to be around you without feeling the need to, you know, walk away, and you're just a very intense person. Like, I don't dislike you because you're like, I don't dislike you really. I really truly don't dislike you. What it is, is I just think that you're that I, that I just think that you're always stressed about something that is not worth stressing about. I don't know what it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, like I'm going to go to Colorado because, well, again, this is what's so funny. People ask me why Colorado. I'm like, well, why the question? Like mountains, uh, snow, ski, See. He's women, a women, women, men, men, women. If you're, you know, straight, like I, you know, like animals. Uh, and oh yeah, there's that thing called legal marijuana. Like, well, we're 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 going to be moving in probably three-ish years would be my guess, and we are planning to go to either Las Vegas, Flagstaff, Arizona, or Colorado Springs. And y'all are gonna. Um, this is ridiculous. Similar, similar. Uh, you know, ideas behind why. I mean, we just kind of want to put there's in California, there's kind of like this mm, crazy overtone to the politics, which then affects the economy. Fascism. And like, we know somebody who moved from right around our area to Las Vegas, and she went from a two bedroom apartment for like $2,300 a month to a three-bedroom apartment for $900 a month in Las Vegas. Like, it, people always say, oh, well, you pay more in electrical bill because you have to have the the air on. Yeah, guess what? You're saving out $1,400 a month. I think you can afford to run the air conditioning, you know? Um, and so we're thinking about moving there, too. So I get what you're saying. Like, you just have to pick a place and go. But the direct location isn't the question the location the question was oh yeah you're right my dad what what caused the tension like what's so dad again i don't i'm just gonna say like i'm not i'm not bashing you dad i'm not even trying to like i'm not even really like making you look like a bag just telling you like what happened to me so dad for a long time i've been trying to do what i thought you would like me doing i'm doing software development i don't know if I'll, i don't truly know if i'll become one in the next year or so yes i don't could. i don't i don't really care about what you think I like any like I the things I like are the things I like because I like them and I'm just not around to wait around for you to like support what I like or dislike anymore. It seems like it's just a worthless endeavor. So I hate to be honest, but that's just how I feel. If it's false, then it's false. But anyway, and he can show you that if it's false. Anyway, yeah. So I went to Denver to see Wiz Khalifa and Lil Wayne perform for 420 back in like six back in like 2016. Um, this was back when I this this is actually back when I was living with the assumption that I'm bipolar type two. I was previously diagnosed that and it was long. I'm sure y'all can see that. If you if not, then I don't know what I've done wrong. But um, <laughs> so uh, you know it's it, 
when I went to Colorado, you know, something something happens in your like when you when you when when you've smoked weed for like four years or five years at a time every day, and it's helped you every ever since. And you, like when you go to a place where weed is accessible across the street, your mind goes, you know what? Life is not all about smoking, but 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 life is better with it. You know, whether you however much you want to use it is up to your discretion. But again. Just know what you're doing when you're doing it. So for me, I was like, you know what? The mountains are here. The, I, mean, I mean, literally, the fucking Yeah, mountains, nice place. The fucking mountains. Like, the weed is just amazing by itself, but the mountains. I mean, look at the studies. Colorado is one of the happiest states in the fucking country. How can you ignore statistics? Like, people that... It's also one of the cheapest places to live. And... Like, that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah, and I just... And, you know... I love to snowboard. I, I I will probably get back into skiing just as much. Cool. Um, and I just see my. I mean, I, when I, when I went there, it was magical. I I've never ever ever felt such just like my my like my soul just felt so at home. And that's where you belong. That's where you belong. You found the place, and you're lucky to have found it at a younger age. That's where you belong. I mean, we, we were just having a conversation maybe a week or two ago about how you know she left Canada to come here, and the only person she really knew when she came here was me um, and my kids, um, but really just me. And then we were just talking about how it'll be really nice for our relationship to go somewhere where neither one of us knows anything about the place, but we've both fallen in love with that place. Um, and it's... You're going to have an amazing experience as long as you embrace it. You're going to love it because, I mean, you're young enough that, you know, like we were talking about, you kind of led into this by talking about mistakes. And I'm going to tell you that mm, it's not a mistake to like try things and, you know, get out there and see what happens. It's not a mistake. What's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. Oh, well. Then you pick a new you know? place and go there instead. Exactly. Or you pick just a don't new give place up. And go there instead, right? Yeah, you don't give up there. You just keep working until you work it out. I mean, people, there's a reason why people move somewhere and then live there for, you know, 50, 60 years. They, they just didn't give up. They, they stuck it out. I mean, that's kind of how I am here. I, I've hated this area for, since I was your age, actually. Um, and I'm still here, you know. But look at this. In a couple years, I got the opportunity to get the hell out of here. And, so, you know, you do get a second chance, but I'm proud of you. That's you're you're doing something that is for you and you're you're going to have better mental health overall because of it. But here's the thing. We we're gone on way too long here. So we need to kind of wrap this up, but we can continue this in another episode if you'd like. Um, I have to say I'm really proud of you for a recognizing the who you are and what you want you said it was magical i love that word by the way well i love it because it it shows me the depth of your connection to that location um you're gonna do great there because that i'm gonna tell you something else i've been a software developer for 30 years you can def as long as you you didn't know that. I had no um, fucking clue, Mike. As long as you, my my business right now that I that I what? you know That's focus impressive. on is I'm a virtual CTO, so I help people figure out how to take their technology and instead of having it just cost them money, I teach them how to uh, 
increase their revenue and their profit using technology. And a lot of it is guys like you who, instead of offshoring to India, I tell them to hire new people like you because you have all it costs you is one senior person and a bunch of junior people like you because a senior person can teach you everything you need to know on the job. It's so much easier that way. Um, and it saves money. And then eventually what happens is the senior person gets to be too expensive. They move on to a new company and one of the better junior people moves up into the senior position. You just keep that cycle going, you know, and it saves a lot of money. You can do it. You're a smart guy. And I'll tell you, you know, the, the three best programmers I've ever worked with were all artistic, every last one of them. So I'm not even joking. No, that's just, I think that's I think that has something to do with it. I really do. I think it makes you think a certain way, and that is very compatible with being, you know, a developer. Yeah. So good. Who? How are you learning? Uh, so I'm. You've been a software developer thirty years. You know who Steve Wozniak is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He founded this company called Wazu. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm st- I'm on their um, I'm on their software developer full stack program right now. I graduate August fourth. Um, I'm 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 probably gonna finish with like a ninety with like a ninety three average or a three point eight four GPA. Good for you. Yeah, and so I don't. To be honest, Mike, like it's not. I don't really feel like an imposter. I I have never dealt with imposter imposter. But what it is is like I can get assignments done and I can get good grades and I can do SQL. I can do all that. You know, I can I can go through and do React. Like I can do it all, but and an assignment, it's not the same as a like. I just, it's almost like I don't understand, like what a job will be. It's just I gotta see what a job is like, like because I feel like these directions are just like so short. Like it's very, it's like it's like really, it's not very in depth. Well, we'll talk. We should talk about that sometime offline because I can give you some good advice about that. Because there's things you should look for when you're getting a job that'll tell you whether it's the right way because there's people out there that it's the wrong way to handle things and what you see is continuous turnover then there's people who get it and their people stay forever and the reason is they get it and they all grow together as a team but anyway why don't you let people know where where they can find you on social media and then we're gonna get the heck out of here i think so i'm on facebook at jackson i mean i i don't if you don't know what i look like it'll be hard but uh Instagram is comedic Jackson Horn. Jackson Horn is spelled J C K S O N H O R N. Um, listen, I'm autistic. Like I, I gotta say this. Like I've noticed that people don't like like Neil not Neil Nanda follows me. I don't know if anyone knows knows who Neil Nanda is. He's a famous uh, comedian. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel Live. He follows me. He talks to me. Um, I, I'm friends with Gabby Lambie just a little bit. We've spoken briefly. Um, you know, like I talked to Jack. I talked to uh, Jack Derrick. Um, the thing is with me, I'm the way I see things is just different. I don't talk like people who are not autistic talk, obviously. So if I'm not funny, I'm sorry, but I think I'm fucking hilarious. I truly like when I when I th- think of shit in my head, I'm like, that is just so like the fact that someone else does, doesn't think it's funny, like they're missing out like on how I see it. Like how the fuck? But see, that's exactly what you need how you need to be, man. Like when people make music. The best music comes from people who don't give a damn about what the popular people think because eventually what happens is when you make good music, the um, people who it's meant for, like who connect with it, they find it and then they 
like it so much that they share it with a friend who shares it with a friend who shares it with a friend. And pretty soon it's everywhere. Like the, that band, the 21 pilots, it's a perfect example. It had a little cult following. Now they're huge. It's the same thing with comedians. You know, you, your, your humor will strike a chord with a certain percentage of society, but then over time, there's people who are right at that edge of liking it and not liking it. And somebody will share it with them and something you say strikes them as funny. Now they're a fan. And then they sl- it slowly spreads out and grows. I mean, you just – but the key is being yourself. It's like – I don't even know if you read the fucking thing that I send to you. But the booking confirmation, it tells you right in there, be yourself. And there's reason for that. When people try to be someone they're not, they do not come over well in a show like this. And that – like – if I acted the way I act here in my political show, no one would listen to it. They want someone who's straight up and down, you know, tells it like it is. On this show, I get to let my hair down. And if I didn't let my hair down also, and if she didn't let her hair down and we were all stiff all the time, no one would listen. Your you hair is everywhere. Yes, it is right now. It's a mess. Um, you wouldn't <laughs> have even wanted to come on the show, you know? So that's the key, you know, just be yourself always. And it'll you'll you keep working it and what did you say before don't give up you don't give up it's just it's repetitions man over and over and over you're getting it and you're putting it together and i loved that perspective that well if people don't think this is funny they're missing out on how i see it i love that like that's so true because there's going to be hundreds of other people who do get it so it doesn't really matter about the people who don't get it because they're missing out on something that's funny and you've said some things that honestly bust me up. Like I listen to him back and I just go, oh, my God. And, then, you know, you said some things that I just sort of go, well, it's supposed to be funny, but I just don't get it. And now you realize that now I'm going to be thinking every time I hear those is I'm missing out on something. And I'm not sure what it is, but I'm missing out on something. And that's different than not being funny. Think about it. I, w- I want to say one thing for the listeners to encourage y'all. Um, if you want to – this is going to fucking blur mine a little bit maybe. You want to succeed in whatever you're doing? There's only one thing you you don't there's only one thing you shouldn't do in order to succeed. It's very simple. If you want to succeed, just don't give up. That's all you got to do. That's right. <laughs> it's literally that simple. If you want to be a millionaire, just don't give up. <laughs> Every successful person has had a long string of failures before they've got People overthink life. They're like, "I can't do it." Like, yeah, well, if you think you can't, then you can't. Henry Ford, duh. Like fucking you got to, you got to convince yourself yeah. you can do it. Anyway, Y'all have a great All night. All right, guys. Yeah, um, Beans is tired. He's somewhat asleep over here. I'm sure he is. So Him and his dog I think, diaper. I think it's time to say... Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show... Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.